you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. No, it's not canceled. The only thing that's canceled here right now. Me, me, me.
Yo. Hi. Hi. Mods on Discord. Yes, let me make hose a mod on Discord. Damn, I forgot. I said I was going to do it yesterday. Let me do it right now. Before I forget. Hose should be a mod on Discord. There's anybody who should be a mod. It's hose. Hose. I got hose. In different area codes. Remember that song? That was actually a banger. Low key. I got hoes. In different area codes. Area codes. <laughs> you know the song I'm talking about? Do you know the song I'm talking about? Do you know? Hi. Do you know the song? One, two. Hold on. I'm trying to do like 15 things at once. Let me finish one thing. This is like a, my ADHD is like just all over the place. One, two, three, four, five. 30 things at once. That's what he's doing. <laughs> Hello. Buongiorno. Uh, buena, buena notte. Booty me down. Do you know the way? Yes. The way of the ludicrous. Okay, let me see where uh, I got to I gotta make hose. Ahmad. Hose. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm loving it. Okay, server settings. Uh, members. Uh-huh. Hose. Hose. Okay, hose mad. Rolls. Mod. There you go. You have officially been modded, hose band. By the way, I like the Powerpuff Girl. Uh... AVI, you got there. Hey! Hi! Hi! Hi, Apollo! Hi! For hose? Hi! Hey, uh. That's George Harrison. Hey, how you doing, Bridie? You got it, hoes. Honeybee, Phantom Strife, Cody, Dom, Becca, TBS, LABC, Serena, Maricela, Bry. I feel like I'm saying the same names over and over again. Hi, Mila. Uh, Demonarch. Hello, Reaper. Let me somebody. Des. I'm saying hi to the whole chat. I don't care, Moxie. Just a few of us here anyway. Uh, glitter and rain, mother oats. Did I miss somebody? Hey, hey, how you doing, Kelly Bean Flicker? I would like that username, Frosty. Uh, Kelly Bean Flicker. Lissy, too raw. Too raw. Hey. Uh, I, I want to watch the Mario Brothers movie. I haven't watched it yet. I'm doing great. 
I want to watch that Mario Brothers movie, but I haven't watched it yet. I was trying to see if there was, uh, when it becomes available on, on Amazon Prime. Uh, but it, I, I think it's only going to be available on Disney Plus. Hey, Kitchen Witch. Christy, hi. Uh, it's only going to become available on Disney Plus in uh, in July. It's so weird. You've watched it? I've been wanting to watch it so bad. I just... I personally hate going to the movie theater. I know a lot of people out there love it. I just hate it. I hate it. I hate the movie theater with a passion. Uh, I can't. And uh, Like... <laughs> the... I like, don't get me wrong, I, I like going to the IMAX 3D, okay? Uh, it's actually Disney Plus in July. Uh, I just don't like it. I, I don't like the, it, it, there's like so many stressors at the movie theater. <laughs> and it, like you always get like, I, when I watched Avatar in the movie theater, I watched it in this movie theater in Times Square on 42nd Street. And the whole movie was ruined. The whole movie, because there were, like, people behind me who didn't, who had, like, watched the movie. And they talked the whole movie. And they ruined the whole experience. They were like, oh, now he's going to go jump off a cliff. And I'm like, bro, please. Please. Okay. Like, it was... Popcorn is the best at the movie theater. I agree. But uh, I just hate it, you know. I like going if somebody else is paying for it. It doesn't seem worth it otherwise. Oh, yeah, that too. It is so expensive. It's like you have to pay. It's like $100 to go to one movie. Because uh, it starts adding up. The tickets are, what, like 15 bucks, Depending on the night you go, maybe even more. If you get the IMAX 3D tickets, it's like 25 a piece. Okay? And then you get the popcorn. That's like 20 bucks each. <laughs> like the for the bucket. And then you get the soda. And then you get the nachos. You leave. It's been $100 that you spent. Right? Anyway. I'd much rather just rent the movie on Amazon when it comes out or like, I guess, Disney Plus or whatever. Yeah, there's a way to spend less than 100 though. Like, if you go on the early showings, like in the middle of the afternoon, those are usually the best, you know? Being in my room watching a movie with infinite snacks. Yeah, that's always... Uh, I, I would much rather watch a movie with a laptop on my lap, just like fold it over like this. Okay, just like eating Doritos out of a bag than <laughs> being in a movie theater. Uh, hit up the Dollar Tree before you go for food. Yeah, you got to smuggle in the snacks. I agree. There was this place in, uh, in New York. It's called the Film Forum. They used to show old movies, right? They still they do show old movies. That's what their whole thing. They used to show like uh, on Christmas, they would show nacho Doritos. On Christmas, they would show the... Uh, the first Die Hard, and they would show the 16 millimeter cut. Uh, that 16 millimeter film, not 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 gun. It would be a nine millimeter gun. Uh, anyway, they show they show that cut, and like there's a uh, there's a Chipotle, or there, at least there was, a like around the the corner from it, and we like I'd always buy a burrito and put it in a backpack, and then walk in with a burrito, and you would just hear the foil <laughs> in the back. It was that person with a whole burrito sitting in the back uh, of the film forum. 
in New York did that a lot. Uh, what's a, what's another thing I'd like? Like uh, there were it was always stuff like that. I my favorite thing though was eating weed brownies and going to the movie theater, but it had to be the IMAX 3D. Um, hold up. Uh, uh, hold up one sec. Uh, all right. Uh, anyway, that was, that was my whole thing. I literally did that on your birthday. You did that on your birthday hose. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, so yeah, can I tell you guys, have I ever told my story about the, uh, watching hand to God? Have I told you guys that story? Uh, I have, I've never told you guys that story. Hell, uh, hand to God. Uh, so I'll tell you this. I'll show you the trailer first. Okay. So you guys can see what I'm talking about. Uh, hand to God was a Broadway play. I'm going to, I'm going to take my time telling this story. Okay. Hand to God was a Broadway play. Um, like one of the biggest, it was one of the best, like, and biggest, like, Broadway plays. Like, people loved it in New York. People wouldn't stop fucking talking about it. It was a very, it's a very good play. I got to watch it. That's the point of the story. Uh, it's about, it's about essentially a guy who has a puppet, right? And the puppet gets possessed by the devil, and it, so his hand is like the puppet. It, it's just a fucking crazy story, okay? Anyway, let's watch the trailer, and then I'll tell you guys exactly what happened. All right? It's a fucking funny story. I think you guys will find this one funny. This is this is the Berkeley Repertory Theater. They're doing this play. This isn't the actual like. Uh, hold up. Let me see if I can find. Let me see if I can find. Uh, it's such a funny fucking play. So this is this is the original cast right here. They per they're performing at the Tony Awards. It's fucking nuts. I guess we'll watch a clip from the Tony Awards. Come on, kid. I, I can't. Hey. Hey! Do you know how easy it is to find someone's home address on the internet? <laughs> what did you just say? Fun fact number two, the smallest of cuts, the Achilles tendon, will cripple a man for life. <laughs> what the Fuck. The calf muscle just rolls up the leg like a flapping window shade! <laughs> Today is not the day to fuck with me, turn. Oh, well, what a shame, because I just had oral surgery cool? this afternoon, and I have Indulge my sweet tooth. <laughs> What's that mean? I, I have no idea. It means I'm not ready to eat your candy ass up!
that was it. That's all they showed. Uh, they performed uh, anyway. They performed at the Tonys. They won the Tonys that year. Um, let me see if I can find a better clip than that because it's such a fucking. It was it was such a fucking funny play. Um, they won the Tonys. Uh, that year, um, you guys are like, mm. <laughs> uh, so they won the Tonys that year. It was, and then immediately after they won the Tonys, so I'm 34 weeks today. Hold up. So immediately after they won the Tonys, they, um, they, they said, okay, that's it. That's it. The show's over. Uh, the show's over. We're going to retire the show. Right. Immediately after they won the Tonys. Okay. So they're, they're like going out on top and uh, coincidentally in their last like few months uh like doing the play bob saget was playing the priest uh let me see bob saget bob saget was playing the priest they have a priest uh yeah so they don't there aren't any clips of bob saget doing this um Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, I'm Roy. And I'm Maul. And we're the hosts of the new Roy and Maul podcast. That's right. I know you're probably listening to a podcast that you actually like right now, and we just interrupted it with an ad. That's all right. We're here. And I appreciate if you didn't hit the 15 second skip button. Listen to our show where we cover topics like music, mm -hmm. movies, yes. TV shows, which you love to binge watch. Of course. Just lifestyle stuff. And give our crazy stories about our day-to-day -day lives. Yeah. Check us out on the new Rory Mall podcast. Listen to wherever you get your podcast and let us know how you're feeling about our show. And once you're done listening to this podcast that you actually like, maybe you could check us out. So, okay. I'm getting distracted. So now you know. It's this play. The 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 puppet gets like uh ties ties into your weed story. Yes. Okay. So I somehow got tickets for the last showing of this play. And it was the hottest ticket in town. Okay. They had just two months ago won the fucking Tonys. And uh somebody I, I knew at the time was good friends with a writer, like knew somebody who was good friends with a writer. And they were like, hey, all right, we'll get you tickets. I ended up coming across a ticket. 
And I was like, holy shit, I'm going to this Broadway play. I've only been to the Phantom of the Opera before this, okay? And that was like, I'm not really experienced on Broadway. Lived in New York for fucking years. Barely ever went to Broadway. Went to a lot of off-off-Broadway stuff, but never Broadway. I was like, oh shit, Broadway, uh, you know, that's good. That's a cool ticket. So, uh, you know, the day of the show comes, and I am in my apartment in Brooklyn, and I'm thinking like, hey, I, I have about an hour and a half before going to this show. And uh, I think it's going to be a wonderful show if I end up eating some weed brownies. So I eat some fucking weed brownies before I leave my apartment in Brooklyn. There was a, supposed to be a 30-minute ride over. For, straight, straight ride over. Like just straight shot from... My train stop in Brooklyn to where um, the theater was. And I eat the wee brownies and I'm like, okay, all right. I'm walking down to the train station. I sit down and whoosh, I realize like 10 stops later that I missed the fucking stop. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, fuck. And then I start getting like panicking because I'm now I'm high as fuck. Because I made, by the way, I don't know how many of you know this. But I used to make weed brownies and sell them on the side for extra money in New York, right? And and uh, I don't know if I retroactively could be arrested for this shit, but whatever. I used to make them, and I made them very potent. I used to make them, like, like super potent. Like, I, w- I would use, like, two ounces for, like, one little, like, thing, right? So there'd be, like, eight. Like, you would get fucked up. Like, people knew me for making the weed brownies that would get you fucked up, like, smacked Okay, like your eyes will be like bloodshot, okay? Like like that's that's the condition that I was in, okay? And I'm like 10 stops later, like trying to figure out like where the fuck I am. And like, I'm like, okay, I have to go back. I have to go back to the fucking, I don't even remember where the theater was, okay? So, uh, so I end up like figuring my way back. And by then, I'm 20 minutes late. Okay, I arrive at the box office, and I walk up to the box office, and I'm like, hi, I'm Dennis. I, I know the, the show just started. Like, uh, you know, I, I apologize. And she's like, oh, we know who you are. I was like, what? How, how do you know who I am? And she's like, you're late. I'm like, I know. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm late. She's like, oh, by the way, we've been holding up the show for you. I'm like, What? You didn't have to. They were holding the show up for me for 20 minutes. Okay? They were like, like you didn't really have to. She was like, no, no, no. The writer and the director and the the production requested it. They requested to hold up the entire fucking show. And I was like, why would you ever do that? They were like, well... They didn't want somebody interrupting the show. And it's like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. They were like, and she was like, all right, let me check you in, and I'll walk you in. I was like, lady, you don't have to do that. I'll just sit in the back. She's like, no, you don't understand. I'm going to walk you to your seat. I was like, lady, please, no. And I'm like, I'm like, my face is melting. I'm so fucking high. I'm like, please, for the love of God, no. Just let me go. And I stand in the back. I'm like hyperventilating. Like I'm like, Oh, and she's like, she goes and she comes back 
And then she like walks out the side door. She's like, come with me. I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. And the double doors open. Revealing the whole theater, right? And everybody in the theater, folks, 600 people turn around and look at me. And I'm high as a motherfucker. Okay, and I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, lady, can it, like, do you mind if I just like stand in the back for a minute? Like, you guys can turn the lights down. And I'll walk over. She's like, no, I have to walk into your seat. And I'm like, fuck, let me just hide. And I'm like, I'm walking, I'm following her, and I'm like walking past every aisle, and every single person is giving me a dirty fucking look. And they're like, ah, and I'm like, well, how do I hide my face? I'm like, ah, what you, I want to do this, but I can't because it'll make it look worse. It'll make it look like I'm having a mental breakdown, right? And I'm high as fuck. I don't want people to know that I'm high as fuck. And I'm like, ah. So I'm following her and I'm walking past every single row of seats. And folks, there are a lot of rows of seats, okay? A lot of rows. There are a lot of rows. There are 600 fucking people in this theater. I'm like, row, row, row. And I keep walking. I'm like, where the fuck are these seats? Where are these fucking seats? I should have fucking known. The, 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 the fucking writer got me these seats. And I'm like, where are these seats? It, she keeps walking me down. Second fucking row. Second fucking row, and I turn around, I look, even the people on the balcony were like, who is that stupid motherfucker? <laughs> They're just like looking at me, and I'm having a fucking mental breakdown, trying to not show the world that I'm having a mental fucking breakdown, okay? And I'm just sitting there, da, 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 da. and then she's like, she points to my seat, and I look. Second fucking row, folks, you're not going to believe where my seat was. Was it at the corner? No. It was right smack in the fucking middle. Right smack in the fucking middle. And uh, everybody, that means that everybody who was sitting on that row, because, you know, these Broadway theaters, they don't think of space. It's like your knee is right up against the seat in front of you. So everybody on my fucking row had to stand up and walk past me. And they're all like, you stupid. They're like, in their eyes. I'm, I'm just describing their reaction, okay? They're like, all get up. And they're like, like, like giving me the dirtiest fucking look I've ever gotten in my entire life. And they're, they, they just walk past me. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. And I, and I just make my way to the middle seat. I sit down. Everybody sits down immediately. As soon as butts touch the seat, the lights go off, the curtains open, and the show starts like literally seconds. It was like they were waiting for me that whole fucking... And they were. They were literally waiting for me that whole time. But they were, you know... It was one of the best things I've ever seen, by the way. Outside of that, as soon as the show started, I completely forgot everything that happened before because it was high as fuck. But that, I got to tell you, that puppet looked like it was possessed. That's how fucking high I was, okay? That puppet, like, legitimately looked like it was possessed because the guy's hand was, like, had a mind of its fucking own, right? And I, you know, that's, that's my story. That's how I ruined Bob Saget's last Broadway show ever because like a year and a half later he died or something that was his last time on Broadway and I ruined it um yeah uh yeah that, that took a dark turn over there but <laughs> that's uh I always had a I, I, one of my dreams was to someday interview or have a conversation with Bob Saget and bring that up and then we could both like chuckle along but 
you know, unfortunately, it's not it's not going to work because he's no longer here, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah. Check out Parasite. Parasite. I have anxiety now. Yeah, welcome to my world. Even reliving this. Like, even reliving this, I feel some of the same anxiety. And it feels like it's not even a real memory anymore. It feels like it's not even like... that. It feels like an out-of-body experience. You know what I mean? Gilbert Gottfried, too. At least I got to I got to talk to Gilbert. That was actually really cool. You know? Meeting Gilbert, uh, even though it was over Zoom, I wish I had met him in person. It was during the pandemic. I got to uh, chat with Gilbert. Um, it was really, it was really amazing. Uh, Bob was one of the other guys. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried, yeah. I love Gilbert too. He's a very, very sweet man. Um, but yeah, I wish I got to meet Bob too. You do such a good Gilbert voice, yeah. Appreciate that. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I wish I got to be meet uh, Bob. I I one of my dreams is to meet Mel Brooks one day because he's one of my heroes. Mel Brooks. I, I never got to meet Robin Williams. He's one of my heroes too. Wish I could have met him. Uh, Larry David would love to meet someday. Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal still kicking it. I did see Billy Crystal when I was still living in New York. I think it was like 2011. I saw I saw I saw him in Tribeca, just walking around. You know. Robin is a goat. Yep. Yeah. I wish I could have met uh, Robin. Unfortunately, didn't get a chance, but still one of my heroes. Any celebrities you've met that weren't nice? Let me think. Nah, I think. I mean, I haven't met too many. I don't think so. I don't think I've met many. I can't, like, think off the top. I've seen a lot. Like, Like, today I was driving around. I was, like, driving back to the office, and I saw Elizabeth Banks. And, like, two other uh, people were filming on Sunset, like, just a few blocks away from my office, um, you know. Uh, hold on. Everybody's been relatively nice. The film High Anxiety, oh, I love that movie. What was the last movie you saw in a movie theater? Endgame. Yeah. It's fucking Endgame. Avengers. I actually cried in that movie. Is it weird that I cried in a Marvel movie? I actually cried. I don't even remember the parts. I, oh, I, where the where, I cried twice in that movie. And it wasn't even when Iron Man died. There were like two other parts that were really emotional in that movie. Hey, Jake, how you doing? It's okay to cry. I cry in movies too. Yeah, I, I got it. Look, the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire... Every time Uncle Ben dies, I fucking cry. I always cry. That uh, The two po- times in that movie that I cry, it, it was Uncle Ben dies, and then at the very end when he's like, he, he has the whole, like, the whole thing, uh, great power comes, great responsibility, that all comes together. I always cry, you know? Is it weird I love Thanos? Oh, Thanos, low-key. Thanos got some swagger. He's, he's a really weird dude, but he, I mean, that metal armor Thanos wears... Holy, that's that's some fucking swagger right there. Yeah, I cry a lot as well. I'm glad we can connect over crying at movies. Uh, oh, yeah, you're just a little late incognitus. But have you ever Spider-Man kissed? Yeah, I have. Yeah, we've done that before. I think everybody did. That was like a whole trend. Uh, now, folks, hold up. I actually, 
I just ordered myself a burger because I felt like I was in a mood for a burger. So I'm going to start playing this. And I'm going to... I don't even know what this is. I used the fake baby belly to sneak food into the movie theater. Here, uh, I'm going to go grab my burger, which is at the door, and I'll be right back, yeah? Hey. I want to show you how the food baby works. This is what it looks like. It is a hot pink, hollow, half sphere, and it makes you look like you are carrying a baby, but oh my really God. you are just sneaking no! snacks and full meals into like movie theaters. I had to make it for my Com 101 class in college a couple years back. And I had to pretend that I was selling it to like the sharks on Shark Tank. I'm going to put this black tank top over it to conceal like the hot pink. Don't know why I painted it hot pink. I should have done it like a nude color to match my skin, but it's okay, it's okay. And I think I'm just gonna put on a hoodie like this one. So just wait and see for the final result. All right, guys, welcome to Seize That Ass. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you see the fit? Okay, you got the booties I going on. really cute. You know, the hoodie doesn't really match it, but it's okay. Okay, okay. And that's my hoodie. Just in case. That's my hoodie. It is Fat Burger. It's a burger and chili fries. I got chili fries. Fat Burger has some really good uh, fries. I wanted to try, try them with the chili fries, so. I have a rental car just because some old lady hit my car, but I usually drive skr, skr, my Camaro. You see how? Oh wow! They're bringing buffalo wild wings. And five. What? So this couple is gonna sneak food into the movie theater using this fake belly. They're gonna sneak in buffalo wild wings. Honey barbecue. Have you seen the recent Sam High stuff? I saw some of it. We can look at it. Was he stalking? Do you think he was actually stalking iDubs? Because I saw him post some stuff like that, and I thought, ah, I think he just has a friend sending him pictures. And we can look at that. Barbecue? He's trying to ambush Creator Clash. I think he's been trying to do it, honestly. I did say that in my videos. That I think that's why iDubs or the, you know, we don't even know who actually made that decision. But uh, I think that's why they decided to cut Froggy Fresh because they thought, they thought that was, I think that they thought that was more likely, you know, than anything else. But I think he sent someone out to do that. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Honey barbecue. Oh! Oh my god, what is this? Ooh! Oh, those are five for me, five for you, right? Yeah. Mm, uh. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna smoke in. See that belly? Oh my god. Ooh. I think we need. You need help? Yes, please. Oh my gosh. Here, here. Extra GoPro. Here, like this. Perfect. Oh, okay. Whoa, that's a big belly. Yeah? <laughs> Baby, does it I'm look real? I'm dead, bro. Does it look real or no? Baby, you look amazing. I can't wait. Really, really? Am I glowing? Oh, yeah. you said you can't wait? That's so... Ah, look at them. Are they still together, this couple? It's from two years ago. Let's see. 
Uh, this is from two years ago. Maybe not. It's so crazy. There's so many people who post content on the internet that you never like see. And it's like their actual lives and shit. It's so funny. Like I just make commentary stuff. But you could legitimately go through and see people's like actual life moments. Like you could go through the like this EDC vlog, you could probably get like 20 other vlogs and see all these different perspectives. Dang, if they broke up. Yeah, if they broke up then love isn't real. I mean, they were celebrating his 22nd birthday here in Vegas. You'd watch Frankie vlogs? Yeah. Frankie would be a good vlogger. He's very, very, uh, you know, outspoken, Frankie. Aren't you, Frankie? He's like looking at me. He's not really outspoken. He's just really... Frankie's very manipulative. Uh, okay, let's see the Sam Hyde stuff. I'm curious about that. Is there a video summary of it? Sam Hyde. So, yeah, this was a thing, too. Didn't Sam Hyde... Oh, yeah, this was kind of, like, uh, like weird. He went through... He went through iDubbbz's wife's OnlyFans. That's, that's, and he was, like, rating it and shit. That's fucking weird as fuck. That's, like... I mean, I feel like there's, like... There's a line between funny and just straight-up harassment... And that's low-key low starting to feel... Well, actually, high-key starting to feel a little bit like harassment. You know what I mean? Sorry. I'm eating like a pig. So uh, let me see. Maybe it's all on his Twitter. Hidden under the guise of humor. Yeah. Let's see if I can find him. Yeah, so this is Sam Hyde's Twitter account. He was tweeting about... This was the tweet. It says, I've been following him around in drag. He hasn't noticed yet. I mean, it's just straight up weirdo behavior. This is just weirdo behavior. Cause like Sam Hyde, as far as I understand, he had his show on fucking Adult Swim, right? He's like a 
he's like a relatively successful content creator in his own right. But to me, it's just seeming like he's he's so upset by that fucking uh, documentary situation with iDubs that he's just like he's like a he became this obsessive fucking weirdo troll about it. Yeah, this was actually this was the first thing that I saw. It was like I saw this on my timeline. I was like, uh, is that Sam Hyde? And then for some reason, this tweet, this tweet, the top tweet right here, the original tweet. It was like right after it. It's so funny how the Twitter algorithm like suggests shit. Yes, he did, but it got canceled because he went too far with a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I remember because I, I remember watching. I think I watched both of theirs because Sam Hyde, iDubs has shelved it because of what Sam Hyde did, which was essentially like Sam Hyde turned the whole thing into a bit. Right. And. iDubs shelved it. And he wasn't going to release it. So Sam Hyde made his own documentary and released it. iDubbbz got a bunch of backlash. Then iDubbbz released his. And then he still got backlash. And then... Sam tried to... Well, actually... Sam trained... Um, Sam trained Harley for the first creator clash and he tried to go but he was banned from the building so yeah they've had beef you know He posted this. Hey, thanks for the sub, Mama Creepy. So that's Harley. That's AB, obviously. That's Frank uh, Gameplay. I don't know who she is. I assume that she's also in the uh, Creator Clash. That's Idubs over here. Yeah, they're at a hockey game. Too early for fries. Oh, my guy's Crank's girlfriend? Okay. Oh, Drake Bell was disappeared too? Yeah, we can look at that too. That was crazy. He like... She's going to be fighting too? Interesting. Yeah, they have so many cards. There's so many fights that are going to happen. That shit, uh, that should be an interesting event. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously not going to be there because it's in Tampa. I'm going to be in LA, but it's, um, I, I'm, I'm definitely going to buy the pay-per-view and watch it. Oh, Mika. Okay. Sorry. Mika. Mika. Um... Yeah. That's just weirdo shit, though. I feel like it's just weirdo shit. 
Oh, here's the... So let's see if we can find a video about the Drake Bell shit. I want to get to some breaking news here on Live Now from Fox. Former Nickelodeon actor Drake Bell has been reported missing in Florida and is considered to be in danger. That is according to police. Daytona Beach Police said in a Facebook post a short time ago that the 36-year-old actor and musician whose legal name is Jared Bell was possibly last seen last night near Mainland High School that is in Daytona Beach. Officials said he should be traveling in a two. Okay, it's a little sus. It's a little sus that he was he disappeared near a high school. Does anybody, do you guys know his background, right? You guys know his background. Like, yeah. The irony is that I tweeted out. Search nearby high schools. And the guy <laughs> disappeared near a high school. He did tweet, yeah. 2022 gray BMW. No other details about the circumstances of Bell's disappearance were immediately released by police. This, of course, is an active investigation. Bell is best known for starring in popular Nickelodeon TV show Drake and Josh and, of course, his music career. Quote, for those asking, this is a legitimate post from the Daytona Beach Police Department. That is what officials there in Daytona Beach said when they posted that photo. If you see him or have any information about his whereabouts, you are urged to contact Daytona Beach Police at 386-671-5207 or Wallace Jason, that is J-A-Y-S-O-N, at dbpd.us. We will post all of that information at livenowfox.com. Important to note that in 2021, Bell did plead guilty in an Ohio courtroom to one count of disseminating matter harmful to juveniles and one count of attempted endangering children. So again here, actor Jake oh, uh, yeah. Drake Bell has been reported missing there in Daytona Beach, Florida. We will continue to follow this and bring you updates as we do get them. So yeah, we did. He, I remember that Gucci Gang cover. So they found him. Uh, L, L, there's one thing that I do find really sus. That we're gonna look. I want to pull this up. Um, because I find this really sus. So he was found, and this was his response to disappearing he literally said you leave your phone in the car and don't answer for the night and this question mark now the reason why i find this a little sauce is that as far as i know to file a missing persons report doesn't the person have to be missing for like 72 hours i may be wrong he was in Florida. Was found at twenty four hours. Yeah, so it was definitely not like an overnight thing, right? 
Somebody had to file that missing persons report. Um, and it's just a little sus. Depends on the place. Let's see. So it was filed. It was filed by the sheriff's office. In Orlando, the Orange County Sheriff's Office. I remember that. Orange County Sheriff's Office missing persons report. Let's see how many hours. Um, let's see this. Oh, this is in Washington. Uh, let me look. Orlando. Let's see if they say how many hours. Oh, here it is. This is actually it. Okay. So this is their website. Uh, this is not an emergency. I guess there's no minimum. It doesn't really say it on the website if there's a minimum amount of hours. But I know I know being around situations like this where we have to call because the person disappeared. They usually tell you you gotta wait a certain number of hours, right? Um so obviously, yeah, they did say this is a good point too. If he, if I was really missing any danger, I want to be notified before 24 hours. Yeah, so that's one thing, though. They did say, like, he was missing and in danger, right? So whoever filed the report said that there was probably an element of danger, right? And it's just really sus. Like, like bro, your cell phone was off. Like, this just, this just reads a little weird to me. I mean, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, maybe you forgot your cell phone, but like that's, it's so fucking weird. Because this tweet was also at 3.11 p.m. And that's my time. That means it was like 6, almost 7, like almost 6.30 in Orlando, right? So that was like late evening. It wasn't just like you leave the phone in the car and don't answer for the night. Like you don't, you didn't just answer for the night. You didn't, it was also for the day. I assume that he was missing for at least a day. Uh, they said he was endangered, not in danger. There's a difference. <laughs> endangered in the sense. Hold on. I have to look at it. I have to look at the wording because now you, you fucked me up. Uh, Drake Bell missing. Uh, okay. Oh, you're right. It is endangered. What's the difference? What's in what's the difference? Why endangered? What is this? What does this mean? I only know like endangered species. You know what I mean? What does it mean for a person? Yeah, seriously, at risk of extinction? <laughs> he was Drake Bell was at risk of extinction? Is that what they're trying to tell us? I think of pandas in the WWF. Yeah. It all it, it just comes up in the sense of like 
oh, put someone or something at risk or in danger. So maybe he was a, a... But who was he putting in danger? Was it himself? That's a good point. A danger to himself. That's a really good point. Huh. That's so interesting. I don't know. This whole thing just seems really sus to me. It just seems so fucking sus. Yeah, so this is the case right here. Recent years, he has become embroiled in controversies. In 2021, he was sentenced to two years of probation for child endangerment over uh, his relationship with a 15-year-old girl. He pleaded guilty to, and, to attempted endangerment of a child, a felony, and a misdemeanor charge of disseminating harmful material to juveniles after investigators found he and the girl had a relationship for years prior and that she attended his concert in December 2017. So she was 15 years prior. I mean, she was probably even younger. That's so weird. That is so weird, right? Oh, his son was with him? Sloan's video. Sloan has a video about this. Check it out. Let's watch Sloan's video. That's crazy. Why would it why wouldn't American media mention that he was with his son? That's so weird. Drake Bell is Why was he last seen at a high school? That's exactly when he should have never been near kids. Exactly. Let's talk about the underage female who went missing in the same place. He went missing. Really? Is that really what? Did that happen? Take it with a grain of salt. I mean, I would honestly, Neela, I would trust German media over American media any day. Sorry, I just have like the media here, regardless if you're in the left or the right, like they, they just spin shit so much and they leave out details. And often it's like you get more details like... <laughs> If you look at news sources that aren't American, uh, there's such a an incentive to be a tabloid in America. Anyway, let's see this. He shut his phone off at the high school. Do you think he gets tracked by his phone? NPR. Do you think he gets tracked by his phone? Have you ever met Sloan? Yeah, I have. He's been on the show. currently missing and it's not looking good this former actor has had a lot of bad luck lately from criminal cases in ohio to a nasty divorce at home it's clear that drake wait he divorced his wife no way they were just together like two years ago she divorced him wait i have to see this You guys remember the podcast they did together? Huh. She did divorce him. Uh, estranged wife. She did divorce him. That's so crazy. You guys remember that podcast they did, uh, like, responding to Josh Peck? Because Josh Peck did an interview that really upset them. Like, she was going in on Josh. 
She was like really going in on Josh. Despite the exes going their separate ways, they could uh, continue to share moments with their son on via, via social media. So they, oh, end of last year. Okay, December, they divorced. Interesting. I have a friend who produced one of their podcasts and said that their relationship was extremely toxic. So, uh, you know, he was like in the room when they were recording a podcast. It was like they were there for three hours. He said that it was unbelievable. Like they really, it was very toxic. That's what he said. It is not well. And now he's missing and endangered. So let's get into it. In this video, we're going to be looking into Drake Bell because the world is currently looking for Drake Bell. This former Nickelodeon star from the show Drake and Josh is now a missing person. If you guys could see my phone right now, it is blowing up. And that's because Drake and I, we have some history together. Actually, recently, my uh, agent was at a bar playing pool with drake and actually it looks like drake has been like out and about playing pool all over la i've gotten so many emails and video clips of drake like at bars you know becoming frustrated because he wasn't winning pool or you know just you know acting drunk so let's go ahead and see what these articles have to say about him so jared bell of Drake and Josh <laughs> missing and endangered. So endangered, I mean, there's a difference between being missing and being endangered. So he's not only missing, but he's not doing well. And I'm not surprised guys. I mean, we saw him like huffing on balloons with his child in the back seat. That wasn't long ago. Um, he's divorcing uh, from his wife after the criminal charges. Like he's probably really depressed. So uh, if he's missing, he's probably missing and you know not doing well because he hasn't been doing well for a while. So Daytona police on Thursday announced that they are searching for a 36-year-old Jared Bell. According to a Facebook post, Drake is traveling in a gray 2022 BMW. His last location may have been just before 9 p.m. Wednesday in the area of Mainland High School along West International Speedway Boulevard in Daytona Beach. If you guys see like Drake Bell around, then you know, like do what you're supposed to do, like call the authorities. I mean, it's interesting because I'll, I'll go and tell my followers like, hey man, like, um, doesn't look like he's doing that well. Like, if you guys see him around Daytona and, you know, call the police, like, help him out. But what he does is that he goes and he tells his followers to come and spam my YouTube channel and delete hate, actually. Like, I think it was like three weeks. Maybe it was like, honestly, maybe at this point, like two months ago, he did a live stream where he was talking about me and telling his fans to come over and leave hate on my channel and everything. Uh, of course, I downloaded that video, but it's just like, I've got a whole bunch of evidence against this guy because he keeps like terrorizing me. So one day I'm going to do a podcast episode and it's going to be all the Drake files because I pulled everything from Ohio and his court case. And I have every single piece of evidence that shows his relationship with that 13 year old girl. Anyways, I don't think this is the time to hash that out. I think that, you know, we should be concerned for Drake because we don't want anything to happen to him. Here's a quote for those asking. This is a legitimate post from the Daytona Beach Police Department. If you have any information, please contact detective jason wallace so here is a picture of drake they're using actually here's the facebook post so let's go ahead and check that out so here's the post it looks like it already has like 1,000 comments um praying that this young man is found that's definitely drake bell from drake and josh and actually makes sense that he is in daytona because his partner i mean his ex-wife i believe she's in florida in daytona because i have her phone number should we just call her right now for the video because she has texted me before and honestly you know i've had people like reach out before you know without my consent and when i look up their number nothing comes up i get a text message from this number and guess what comes up her name, everything online, where she lives. It's insane. I was like, wait, what? I've never seen this happen before. Someone texts me. I Google their number and then their name straight up is there. So yeah, um, she's in Florida, matches her phone number records. And maybe he was out there trying to spend time with his daughter. Maybe 
He has his daughter and stolen her because I don't understand this endangerment part. What does it mean to be missing and endangered? One, the person is missing under unexplained or suspicious circumstances. So I'm guessing in this case, it's like, you know, Drake went out for dinner and then he just ended up not coming home. That's bizarre. He always comes home. And then two, the person is believed to be in danger because of age, health, mental or physical disability or the environment is in the company of a potentially dangerous person or other factors that may put the person in serious peril. I'm thinking, uh, hmm, I think it's probably gonna be a mental thing here, like some mental health problems, because like, again, the way that he comes after me, the constantly getting drunk and playing pool at the bars, having balloons in my car, the split up, the criminal case in Ohio. Um, I would understand if he's like mentally not that well. Like, dude, I, I, mean, I get it at that point. Um, the missing and unexplained circumstances. I, mean, I, I just don't, uh, who would want to go and kidnap Drake? It looks like this is the area he was last seen in. Why was he out of high school? Did he go here? I don't know. So I was trying to see if maybe his wife had gone there, Janet. Um, it doesn't look like she went to that school. I'm trying to figure out why would he be out of high school? Like, you know, especially with all these like shootings nowadays, like uh, seriously, why would you be in high school? But yeah. So I mentioned his daughter earlier and I wanted to quickly talk about that. Now I'm not trying to accuse him of potentially like kidnapping his daughter. I mean, that's a huge claim, but can you imagine if um, that was the case? Because lately, so he's in Florida where his daughter is. And if you look, oh, not there, but if you look on his page, you'll see his last three posts have been like about his daughter. He's also posted like these two here. And I was surprised because like she was a secret for a long time. We didn't see his daughter on his social media pages. So now we've got them over here and um, he's posting photos and videos. And the last thing he's posted was a few weeks ago in March. But um, um, I don't know. This seems kind of like a reach to say that he kidnapped his daughter. I like Sloan, but this is a little bit of a reach right here. Also. He's shown his daughter before when he did that podcast two years ago, like responding to Josh Peck, like his daughter was on the podcast. He literally had her like on his lap, you know, just seems like a little bit of a reach to like say, oh, yeah, he's kidnapped his daughter because the last three Facebook posts were about his daughter. I mean, yeah, I like Sloan, but that seems a little bit like a reach, you know. If you look at the comments, people are saying, bro is missing now. No way you're missing. Um, hmm, are you okay? People are concerned, which I agree they should be. Like, I'm actually concerned too, because like, if I saw this like pattern of behavior, I haven't been talking about Drake like a lot lately, but I've been like keeping up with it. I see your guys' emails. Um, if I, you know, seeing that and seeing this, I'm right about him too. As far as his wife, it looks like we don't have many updates online besides them separating. And now, you know, her partner is gone. So uh, that's gotta be stressful. And I feel for her. Um, <laughs> I keep thinking about wanting to text him. I have both their numbers. So like, should I just text him and say like, Hey man, like, what's up? Do you, do you have an update? You know what? I'm actually not that type to go and text someone without their consent because that's what they did to me and it didn't make me feel good. But I am actually going to send them some good vibes. So many of you guys reached out and you're like, you have to talk about this. And I was like, you know what? I do need to talk about it. Let's go ahead and open this field box package item from. Right. Yeah, he was found. So he's safe. Think he was messing around with a high school girl. Thanks for the sub, Becca. Yeah, if you go back, look, Drake Bell. Drake and Janet. That's what they called it. It's so funny. Drake and Janet. Here. Here's a podcast. No, uh. So. Here, here. He's holding his daughter. He's holding her. It's kind of funny because he's holding her kind of like a football. It's from like. Uh, March 19th, 2022. So it's been about a year. You know.
Um, anyway, pretty sauce. This is um, Drake Bell performing the Little Pump Classic Gucci Gang. Yeah. It's the amazing talents of Drake Bell. Anyway, I think that's as much as we can take of that. No more Gucci gang. There's a God. Jessica Simpson and Jewel. Yo, that, that meme. You guys remember when I, when I found out about that meme and I played it like a hundred times? You remember that? Oh, man, I fucking love that. Fucking love that shit. You miss the farts? put you guys through this anymore but i just had to bring it back <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i fucking love that <laughs> chicken yodeling oh by the way you guys see that uh you guys see kylie jenner and timothy chalamet are dating do you guys see that tell me chat that you saw it please the balenciussi too was good 
They're dating. They they recently released their first video together, like on Instagram. They posted on Instagram together. Chat, you want to see it? <laughs> you want to see it? Okay. Pendle and Bad Bunny too. Proof? Okay. I have proof. And I'm going to share it with all of you, okay? Okay, I'm very happy I get to share this. This is the first video the Kylie Jenner. Two of these yellow they posted together. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. I, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I have such a stupid sense of humor. <laughs> Is that Dolby? No! 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 Oh my god! Oh my god, you guys. Is that Dolby? Holy shit. Jack Nicholson is trending under... He's 85. I'm scared to click on it. What? How is this a headline? How is this even a fucking headline? Jack Nicholson, 85, looks disheveled on LA balcony. Like, dude, looks like he just woke up and wanted some fresh air. That's so bad. Like, why would they do this to a man? Or, or a person in general. Dog, he's 85. 85 years old. Leave him alone. This is fucking nuts. They're getting ratioed to hell. Holy shit. 1,500 quote tweets. Woke up <laughs> Exactly. He just like woke up and stepped out into his balcony and some asshole took a photo and sold it to the paper. Jeez. That is not a good picture. No, it's not. No. But dude just woke up. He like legitimately looks like he just woke up. I, I, I don't know a single person who looks good in the morning. Outside of my girlfriend, of course. She looks great in the morning, any time of the day. Oh, fuck this. Ads. Fuck this. Like, wh what is even the point of this fucking article? Looks disheveled in his $10 million Beverly Hills compound? Bro, I allowed the ads. Jesus. Poor guy. He's just like chilling. Oh, they got a full video of it. This is so invasive. God, no, I feel I feel bad even watching this. Yo, fuck the Daily Mail. Frankie and Apollo look beautiful in the morning. Yeah, they do. Yeah, no, you're right. They do. They look beautiful any time of the day, the dogs. What did you what did we expect them in a suit and tie? Exactly. 
They did the boy dirty, yeah. They did him super dirty. Fuck these people. That's so nasty. Go photograph the owner of the Daily Mail. Who's the owner of the Daily Mail? Let's see. Let's see if they have anything. Daily Mail owner. EMG Media. Here. This is the editor. Oh, yeah. Let's photograph this editor coming up, waking up in the morning. Let's photograph him. He's the head editor of the Daily Mail. Go photograph this motherfucker. Getting out of bed. Let's see how you look. You know what I mean? Jump scare warning. What a stud. <laughs> Farting in the wind. Crypt keeper. You guys, you guys are the best insults. Oh, thanks, Dom. Yeah. Appreciate that. Just trying to talk about something different from a different perspective. I feel like there are a lot of people who are um, really diving into, like, this really inflammatory commentary about, like, the smallest things to the point where even Joe Rogan is like, bro, you guys are fucking silly as fuck for boycotting all this shit. Right? Even Joe Rogan, who's, like, had a history of making some transphobic statements and not really being, like, an ally of the LGBT community. Like, even he was like, bro, you guys are silly. You know? Like, and now it's, like, being extended to fucking Legos. It's so stupid. Huge meteors. I look fit, burning fat. I don't know. I, I'm definitely not burning any fat right now. I'm fucking eating some... Cheese chili fries. It's an insult to the boycotts of the 60s and 70s. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred gajillion percent in the 50s. Yeah. It's it's straight up just stupid. It's it's just posturing. A lot of it is just like moral posturing. Because like people bought this product and they're just going and destroying this product. They already paid for the brand made their money. It just means you're going to have to go back and buy it again. It's just so silly. And counterintuitive to their own wallets. You know? The rice turned into SJWs for real. For real. They turned they turned into here here's a post that really illustrates that. Like Charlie Kirk, he's like a, a huge leader of the right, right? And I'm I'm not even like I'm obviously a little biased. I'm, I'm like to the left, but I'm not even saying this like in a way of like, um, like putting the right on blast or whatever. It's just the truth of the matter that they're expressing themselves. But he even said like he made a list of all the, the companies that the right is boycotting. And it's like, what's the difference between this and cancel culture that you guys have been like complaining about for like the last fucking two years so here's one here's one post this is so silly burn bra challenge gains momentum on tiktok and calls to boycott nike over dylan mulvaney ads good let's make nike the next target 
Reminder, Nike also pays a notorious race baiter, Colin Kaepernick, millions of dollars. Like, bro, do you not realize you become what you used to admonish? Yeah, cancel culture is okay if they agree with it. A hundred percent, yeah. Yeah, they're like, we're gonna make these brands feel the bottom line. It's gonna, we're gonna make them hurt. You're like, bro, this is a billion dollar brand. You're gonna put like a small dent on it. Not even that. So that, that was like a great, like, this is like a straight up Karen post. Like, yeah, yeah. like Nike, burn, burn it. Burn the, the, the sports bras. Like, lady, you paid for this sports bra. You paid for it already. You're gonna have to buy another one. Where is it? There's another one where he like listed. He listed like every brand that conservatives are boycotting right now. It's like, like 10 fucking brands. I'm like, bro. Uh, dude, you, this guy tweets way too much. I say this as a person who tweets like 30 times a day. Uh, I don't think I can find it. It was from a few days ago. Anyway. Yeah, like, what are they boycotting now? Like, Bud Light. Um. Nike. Lego. Jack Daniels. Hey, Shelly. How you doing? Jack Daniels. Like. Like, every other week, it's a different boycott. After a while, you're, like, boycotting everything. Disney. That's right. They're boycotting Disney. They're boycotting Disney too. It's like like you're literally you guys are actively boycotting everything. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's just silly to me. Like, if you're gonna do a boycott, like actually don't make it like just it's virtue signaling at the end, which is something they also railed about for so long. But it, it's gonna be an ineffective boycott if every fucking week you're boycotting something. And you clearly need to buy products so that you can fucking live. You know what I mean? Like, like you're really going to boycott, uh, like, you know, it's just fucking stupid. Just gets to a point. It just feels performative. This is what happens whenever you don't have culture. You cling to brands and corporations. Yeah. Mad when Pride Month. Yeah, exactly. That is also the irony of it. Pride Month, they have they have like like every brand has a, a, a commemorative Pride Month thing, right? The same thing with every other month. Like there for Women's Month, which was March, and then Black History Month month, which was February, Thanksgiving. Like literally every month has sales and special products that, that these brands do so they can capitalize on this moment, right? They're all they're all for capitalism unless it's it represents something or someone that they don't like. Uh-oh, look at this. Nuh-uh, they gotta, look. Look at this. Nuh-uh, can't do this. Look at this. 
They're giving out, what is this? They're giving out Easter gift bags. What do you see in the Easter gift bags? I see all the colors of the rainbow. Hey, I see all the colors of the rainbow. This is a, uh, no, keep the rainbow away from me. This is, uh, this is too much. Okay, this is too far. The rainbow has penetrated the core of the conservative movement. <laughs> uh, I see colors too colorful. Okay, too colorful. There's too many colors. Reminds me of the rainbow. <laughs> it's so silly. It gets to a point. It's oh shit. What the fuck? Huh? Jesus. I'm looking at... Somebody shared a clip from the WWE. And it, this shit's out of fucking pocket. I don't even think I can show this. Chat, I'm just going to drop the link. And you guys, you guys look at it if you want. Holy shit, this was in his replies. Look at that and tell me what you think. This shit, this shit looks wild. What the fuck am I watching? Tell me when you see it, chat. <laughs> Bro, I know. I know. Dude, I know, right? This shit's fucking crazy. <laughs> That's the Sandman, ECW? I don't know. Who, who's the Sandman? That's a good old time there. I know. <laughs> They're having a good old time. That was the attitude era for sure. What was it? What was the thing? Uh, oh, I do want to watch this thing. Sandman Game Invert. Who's that? Big Dick Johnson. He was a Cray SOB on uh, ECW and WWE when they did a crossover. Interesting. You guys watched this yet? This Sunny V2 video about Chris from Mr. Beast?
the Chris Tyson situation could become a complete disaster for Mr. Beast's brand. However, it may also provide some unique benefits. So let's begin by going over the drama before explaining exactly how this will impact the Mr. Beast channel. In mid-2022, fans began to notice that Chris Tyson was changing. In the early days, he represented the quintessential Southern gun and truck loving dude. Yet beginning in March 2022, Chris began to display increasingly feminine traits, making such as I finally got my nails done at a nail tech. Additionally, Chris would highlight that his facial appearance had changed significantly since the start of the pandemic, which accompanied another post reading, okay, so in four different customs, I had to prove I was myself because I quote, look nothing like my passport pic, so much that I'm considering updating my passport. Do you see any resemblance? Okay. What the fuck is this music? I understand he does like documentaries, like deep dives, but this is like, True crime music that he's using for a person who just came out. It's not, it, it just frames it in a nefarious way. It's scary music, I know. It's so weird. It just frames it in like, it frames as though what Chris did is like super nefarious. Replies such as, you went from man to boy. Chris responded by stating, nah, to be honest, I just really started taking my mental health seriously and eating better. Yet his Twitter photos kept insinuating that Chris was becoming more feminine, with this same kind of look showing up in his Mr. Beast appearances. For example, on the 6th of January 2023, Beast Reacts uploaded a video titled, I strapped a GoPro to a fish, in which Chris dressed in a way that prompted comments such as, Chris has been adopting more and more traits that remind me of my grandmother. Okay, so some people just gonna ignore Chris's nails. Chris had to have lost a bet. The look is getting wild. The response to the video then prompted countless viral TikToks, such as this one with 700,000 likes, stating how did Chris go from this to this, while others even made the claim that Carl had turned him gay. Now, this was pretty ridiculous as Carl isn't even that feminine, and Chris had come out as bisexual years before he and Carl had even met. The true catalyst for Chris Tyson's feminization instead seemed to have come from his marriage. In January 2022, Chris would post a photo with his wife to his Instagram, yet after this, the family photo stopped altogether. Fans also noticed that he'd removed his wedding ring, with the ring's absence correlating perfectly with the very first post in which he'd painted his nails. Chris confirmed the split in a post from March 2023, reading, for a little over a year now, me and Katie have been separated, with this also confirming that Chris's transformation began as soon as his marriage came to an end. Chris went from lighting campfires and raising a family with his beautiful wife to now trying to be a wife with his man buns and long nails. As the criticism continued to pile, Chris announced that he'd be taking a break from social media. And while there was a possibility that Chris would make efforts to return to his former self, he'd rather do the opposite and double down on his feminine image, showing up to the Kids' Choice Awards. Okay, is he, the way this whole thing is like framed, he doubled down? Chris is being who Chris is. It's not doubling down. It's just doing what feels natural to you. No? The entire framing of this whole documentary, first with the music, the intense music, and now making it seem like, oh, he's, he's not taking the criticism. He's doubling down. He's just, like, I don't know. It's weird to me. It makes it seem it makes it seem like what Chris is doing is performative. Am I wrong, Chet? This is sensationalized, one hundred percent. But it makes it seem like the the way the way this is framed, it's like not only overly too serious, but it's making it seem like what 
with his narration and framing, it's making it seem like what Chris is doing is performative and not like just Chris embracing who they are, right? Which is exactly what's happening. Exactly, honeybee. That's uh, it's like a pretty big assumption to to just think that Chris should base his own existence on the opinions of others. In fact, it actually takes a lot of confidence to do what Chris did, which is just to embrace themselves. Seems exploitive a little bit. Was looking like this before making the announcement that he'd been doing HRT for approximately two months, which according to a quick Google search is the medical process for changing genders. Chris would expand on this by stating, informed consent HRT saved my and many others' lives. The hurdles GNC people have to jump through to get life-saving gender-affirming healthcare in a first world country is wild to me. Just let people make informed decisions about their own bodies, which received a positive response from both Carl and Mr. Beast, who wrote, got you, I did one more heart than Carl because I'm a better friend. While his co-workers expressed positivity, others weren't so welcoming. There goes a father figure the kid won't ever be able to look up to. Hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. Weak man times. Chris responded to this comment by stating, this is just more dog whistling that somehow trans and GNC folks aren't safe around kids. Tucker begs for me to come back when I leave for like two days to film. He is so loved and happy Kids aren't born with hate, it's taught by people like you, and my child will only know love. I know I'm going to be a great parent, and so is every other person who puts the love of their child before everything. I made this decision because I wanted to show up as my best and happiest self for him. In a way, this was for Tucker. Chris's response received some positivity such as, I'm convinced you're an amazing father. Tucker is lucky to have you and also lucky to have all of those who surround and support you in his life, as well as I adore that, I'm glad you made that decision. It's so much easier to be a parental figure when you're not struggling with dysphoria, yet he'd also receive an equal amount of backlash. You ripped apart your family and took a father figure away from your son just so you could pay your nails and act zesty. Pathetic. He will get torn apart at school, won't want to have friends around his house, a life full of difference and being alone. Must have missed the point in that Man, the, these comments are so fucking hateful. Holy shit. I know... Like, I, I did see the... I saw the ones that Chris was responding to, but holy shit. Holy shit. Like, like bro, like, you don't have to say that about a, ma a person's uh, a family, especially a person who's going through a very public, like, transition. That shit, that shit is like... Uh... They're handpicked by the editor, though? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 12 likes. Yeah. It did seem like that's one thing too. I would. I, I'm curious, like how they, how Sonny picked the the comments to highlight from this. A lot of these are coming from Twitter. I'm curious if this was a thing that, you know, they they just picked certain things that illustrate the larger narrative. Um, that's what I. That's how I imagine they did. But it's just interesting, you know, this shit just feels really fucking harsh. And he did get a lot of support.
Wait, how's this for him when you're depriving him of a father figure? Although Chris wasn't altered by these comments, as he'd once again reiterate his certainty in a new post reading, it's never too late to start being yourself, which received praise from Mr. Beast as well as Nolan and Carl. However, these comments also added extra fuel to the fire. In a few years, look back at this thread and remember they were never your friends. Only yes men cowards. Hope you come out of this safe. Mr. Beast responded to this that dude's username, M Alpha, checks out. For some reason, all the dudes that are like alpha males are usually like the biggest fucking bitches. with a simple opinion irrelevant ratio to which the original commenter would state I have 30 followers so go ahead and ratio me. I'll still rest easy knowing that I'm not a coward who idly sits by watching my friend ruin his own life. In some ways it was nice to see the boys standing up for Chris on Twitter. However the situation has already begun to change the dynamic within the videos. For example in a recent live stream titled opening a thousand mystery art boxes Chris would once again dress in quite a feminine way and while everybody participated as usual, the energy and vibe didn't feel nearly as smooth as it normally does. It felt as though there was an unaddressed elephant in the room. This was all speculative. I mean, I even did a video talking about this. There's a bunch of clips from this stream that are going viral on TikTok right now. This, it just all feels really speculative. Like, there are legitimate videos with like 15 million views on TikTok where, uh, People are like, they're like, look at the way Mr. Beast looked at him. Look, he blinked twice. You know what I mean? No wonder it's awkward at times. It's new. Yeah, that too. But it, I don't, I, I think it also goes beyond the new. I think that they are very aware of the hate that their friend is getting. And they're just being careful to not amplify it, to not say something that is going to amplify it. Does that make sense? Because they say the wrong thing here, and you saw how how much people... I mean, we've seen how much people are scrutinizing this live stream. They say the... Even without them saying anything wrong. Now, imagine they make the wrong joke, the wrong something that may feel a little on the mean side, may feel like it's poking fun at something that Chris is going through that gets blown the fuck up. Then it, it, then the internet runs with a narrative of, look, they hate him. They're not accepting him and da, da, da. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's why I think, I think they were just being super careful. You know, it's very easy for people on the internet to just clip something and run with that whole fucking, I mean, people do that all the time. You know? They did that even though there was nothing here. They were just sitting around as friends. And yeah, there's probably an uneasy feeling because they know that they're under the microscope right now. And therefore, everybody was in their head as opposed to being in the present moment enjoying each other's company. Maybe everybody was simply too busy opening packages, but Chris did make these bizarre jokes about Jimmy being female, making him incredibly uncomfortable. Oh my God, Jimmy, look, they drew you. Jimmy, they drew you so well. It looks just like you. Oh, yes. Oh yeah, they're essentially, yeah, looking for a gotcha moment. And this is what's happening here. Like, nothing even happened. They're like, awkward. Chandler joins in to avoid awkward moment. Like, like, bro, you're literally, this is like the equivalent. You know when people do like body language analysis videos, which is a pseudoscience? It's interesting to watch, but 
let's be real. 99% of the time, it's like pseudoscience, right? This is like just analyzing subtext however you want to see it and reframing it. This was an hour-long live stream and cherry-picking two 20-second moments out of this hour to say that, oh, shit got awkward. Yeah, fuck yeah. Like, shit gets awkward in two fucking minutes. Like, you can, you can have awkward situations even when there isn't something awkward every two minutes, depending on what's happening. Like, depending on anything, a multitude of factors. Like, it, it, it's just... And then there is that 0.1%, yeah. Oh my God, it's Jimmy. How did fan art, this is what we were looking for. Be brave, be honest, be kind, Mr. Beast. That is my tagline. Becoming even weird. Mr. Beast tries to divert the conversation in any way possible. I mean, that's still reading, that's still like overanalyzing it. When each member started to pay each other compliments. Hey, nice shirt. Yeah, this was it too. This clip is like blowing the fuck up on TikTok and people are overanalyzing how Mr. Beast compliment. It's awkward because people are um, people are desperate for more drama every day. So if they can't find it, any, they make up. 100%, yeah. Thanks, dude. Nice shirt. Hey, nice shirt. Thanks, dude. Nice shirt. Thanks. Nice shirt. Nice shoes. For the most part, the live... Look, they're all smiling and, and all this shit, like... Maybe it's like an inside joke. Maybe they were making jokes about this shit before it started. Like, who the fuck knows? The stream was devoid of awkward moments. However, it would act as fodder for another 100 million views worth of drama and criticism. Chris likely believes that people will slowly adapt to his new appearance over time. But is this really going to happen? Yeah. I don't see why. Just pathetic. There's nothing happening and it's so transphobic. They're just chilling. Yeah, exactly. A hundred gajillion percent. They're just relaxing. Like They're just like literally opening up boxes and talking shit, just being a group of friends, you know? Well, maybe. It's difficult to say as the situation is fairly unique, especially when considering Chris's reputation and influence. However, if Chris continues to transition, would it be unreasonable to say that he could jeopardize some of the personality traits which made him a successful member in the first place? That's straight up bullshit. And I'll tell you why. If Chris had done anything else, this wouldn't be, this wouldn't be a question he would be asking. Uh, and I, I mean, Sonny V2 in this, this, if Chris had done anything else, let's say Chris had gotten like, uh, I mean, saying that Chris got divorced is a bad example because they, they are having a separation from their family. But let's say if Chris lost a parent, if Chris had another child, if Chris had, uh, something else happen, you know, if Chris went vegan, exactly. If anything else, if Chris had any other life changing moment in their lives this wouldn't be a question you know what i mean this the, the fact that this is even being speculated or put into this conversation is i i, I mean it, it, i can't think of anything else it's like it's transphobic because this wouldn't be a question if chris wasn't transitioning right this wasn't a question when chris came out as bi remember that that he even uh sonny mentioned this at the beginning of the video he said oh chris came out as bi two three years ago this wasn't a question. Why is it a question now? You know what I mean? I'll give you, I'll give I'll hit the dislike. So 
traits. Perhaps the opposite will happen and he'll instead pick up new personality traits that better resonate with the current Mr. Beast. Also, this is like a whole like misrepresentation of like, like Sonny is maybe Sonny doesn't understand what it's like to transition, but Chris is just becoming more of their authentic self. It's not like it's going to be a completely different person. Chris is just accepting more of who they are and how they represent themselves. That's all it is. It's not like Chris all of a sudden is going to come in and like, you know what I mean? Like, like it's so weird. It just shows a profound misunderstanding of what it's like to just transition. Audience. This was put forward in many comments supportive of Chris, who implied that there'll be millions of queer kids who look up to him, although this doesn't necessarily mean that it'll add any value to the videos. Mr. Beast has likely cultivated a massive LGBT audience, all of whom are already watching anyway, and if we've learned anything from Hollywood in recent years, it's that adding over-the-top LGBT characters for the sake of relatability rarely works as intended, and is often nothing more than a distraction. Wait, this motherfucker is using a fucking comment from two years ago to support this theory? What the fuck? What? Is this for real? Like, this this guy's not joking. This is a, a channel with 3.4 million subscribers using a comment with 147 likes from two fucking years ago to support this theory? Yeah, there have been movies that have done this that haven't done well. There's also a good share of movies that have done very well. That have that that have a lot of uh, characters that are, you know. This is so, <laughs> and that's plus exactly, Cody. That is a great, that's a great point. That's not even what's happening here. Mr. Beast isn't adding a person just to fit into this uh, quote unquote uh, politically correct agenda that the the right likes to talk about. It's just one of Mr. Beast's friends accepting who they are. They're not adding a queer character. It's the same person. Exactly. Exactly. That too. Yeah. Can we talk about him comparing Chris to a character? Yeah, that, that is actually a terrific point. He doesn't see that. That's a very telling statement. Because to me, it sounds like he doesn't see Chris's humanity. To see him as a character, I mean... To see him, he doesn't he doesn't see Chris as like a person who's going through shit. And just as as he, as Chris is going through this stuff, is just embracing their true self. You know? from the premise of the movie or video. On top of this, it can be uncomfortable and unrelatable for the silent majority, although as we have seen The silent majority, I also feel like anybody low-key feels like there's some dog whistles in here. The silent majority is like one of those uh, uh, fucking like Donald Trump right wing dog whistles. Am I am I am I overthinking this, folks? What pronouns does Chris use now? Don't want to misgender here. So Chris has said that they'll go with any pronouns. I've said that I'll use. Uh, I, I've been trying to use they them because they're gender nonconforming. So. Dog whistle 100 percent. Yeah. Silent majority is a right-wing phrase, dog whistle, yeah, yeah. Scene. A situation like Chris's does have the potential to create an otherworldly amount of discussion, which could be seen as a benefit for the Mr. Beast brand. Drama is good for growth, 100%. Oh my god. 
That would be an easy way to up my so you're a keen star The problem is this type of situation is probably the last thing that Mr. Beast wants to attract as he's forced to agree with Chris. He's, this man is legitimately using a comment from an account called Ben Dover. He's unironically using an account from, uh, using a comment from an account <laughs> named Ben Dover. What in the fucking Bart Simpson universe is going on with this? You know? I think they mean the loud minority. Yeah. I agree. It is a loud minority. Yeah. I was thinking the same. Yeah. <laughs> he, and ironically, like what in the Bart Simpson is going on with this fucking video? Chris's position as he has no way of manipulating the situation without being painted as the bad guy. It's a lose-lose situation for Mr. Beast. I think Jimmy is in an inescapable situation. If he kicks out Chris, cancelled. If he don't, his channel will die for real. An inescapable situation is a pretty good way of describing the drama, which is- This isn't drama. This is like literally a friend in a friend- uh, in a, a, a very famous friend group coming out and- Everybody on the internet having an opinion about it. The friend group themselves, they've all said, we're cool with this. You know what I mean? The whole friend group was like, we're cool. Fuck, we, we accept Chris. Chris is cool. He's our friend. We're going to support our friend. But the whole internet was like, no, 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 no. The bendovers of the world was like, we're like, no, we're not going to let this shit slide. Okay? We are not going to let... You guys accept Chris. It is not on the menu today. Okay? You know what's on the menu? A lot of transphobia. Get ready. Get ready. You guys are going to be right through the coals. Which is also why it deserves the harsh label of being a nightmare. Jimmy has no option but to publicly express acceptance of Chris's transition. What? This is like, he's making it seem like a quagmire. It has nothing to do with that. Jimmy's just being a supportive friend. That's all. Point blank. This is what you would do with any of your friends. Regardless if you're Mr. Beast or you're part of a famous friend group. You would support your friend. It's just the right thing to do. It shows that you're not an asshole. Whether you're famous or you're not. A silence or even worse. Yeah, boob guy seven, eh? Yeah. Boob guy seven with his... Uh, with his very compelling and profound and well thought out commentary. Boob guy seven. <laughs> Jesus. This shit has to be a joke. This can't be serious. Like worst disapproval would come with obvious severe repercussions. However, in accepting Chris's transition, Jimmy implies that this will be the new normal within the content, thus annoying a different group of people, many of whom will never express their true feelings and may rather simply click on Many of whom will not express their true feelings. And he shows a comment from an account. I'm a defective human. M yeah, Mr. Beast is going to end up dropping the views because of Chris. Clearly, they don't have a problem expressing their disagreement with this. Okay? <laughs> Clearly. This person is being very vocal. They're not going to hide. No, they're going to be very vocal about this. on fewer Mr. Beast videos. If this is the case, Jimmy has no option but to accept this fate, as removing Chris from the videos in any kind of way could create an even more severe media firestorm. The only clean solution, should things go south, might be for Chris to resign himself, and even then, rumors and bad press will be unavoidable. Whether it be... 
Why? Why? Why is this even? Why are these even options? The only option that I see in this situation is exactly what they're doing. Accepting their friend. Supporting their friend. These other things that, that, that Sonny V2 is talking about, I feel like it's a little bit of a self-report. I feel like it's, it's a huge self-report from Sonny V2. Maybe, maybe Sonny V2 isn't a good friend. Maybe Sonny V2 is the kind of person who puts business ahead of uh, friendships. If anything, what they're doing, what Mr. Beast and everybody in that group is doing, is just showing that they're really cool, de- decent people who don't care about the fame, the money. It's, it's more about the friends. They're, that Their success is independent of what everybody else thinks. It's so weird. Arrogance or ignorance, Chris seems oblivious to how this whole thing might impact Jimmy, forgetting that he achieved his current level of success by avoiding this exact type of drama. No, this, Mr. Beast has been in drama for like, when was, uh, remember when Mr. Beast made that um, Squid Game video and people said that he was, uh, people said that Mr. Beast was uh, co-opting what what was the narrative at the time? Mr. Beast got canceled for that shit for the the Squid Game video. It was something about how uh, Mr. Beast has been in drama for like the last two years. Like literally every single video that Mr. Beast has done has been a source of drama. Even the hundred, the like saving the the ten thousand, curing ten thousand people of uh, of blindness. Yes, the shoes. Then there was the shoes. Ignorant. Then there was the cars. But I remember the Squid Game one. Here, let me see if I can find that. Mr. Beast Squid Game. Uh, I remember he got can like he got really canceled for that shit. Where the fuck is it? Let me see if I can find it on Twitter. Squid Game is a sick show too. Could you, uh, could you explain how you have any credibility on this platform? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Hold on. I'm getting a phone call. Hold on. I have to I'm going to have to leave soon, folks. Uh Where is this? Oh I don't know. I can't find it now. Something like your mom. (laughs) I figured out the ending of the episode where they were in the neighborhood. 
Oh, that is true. That's it. That's it. That's uh, maybe because he rebuilt it and people were upset. He stole intellectual property. Yeah, they said he was... Um, they said uh, he was culturally appropriating. It was this whole thing with like a rich man. It was also the the dynamic or the uh, the dynamic of the show, which were rich people essentially making poor people uh, like sacrifice themselves for money. So he was th that was that thing too. Um, there were like a bunch of things that people tried to cancel him for during the Squid Game thing. Oh, you found the girl? Anyway, folks, I'm going to have to start wrapping up. Uh, I lose track of time. Uh, yeah, anyway, I'll, uh, I appreciate every single one of you for coming through. Don't forget to actually end the live this time. I will end it. Uh, I also got to feed the dogs. So I'm sure that Apollo is going to be very happy. Uh, anyway, folks, appreciate you. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, I love every single one of you. I hope you have an amazing evening. And uh, yeah, I'll see you on the floor. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish, or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.